and welcome back to Real Clear with Dr. Klein, the crossroads of politics and psychology. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and have access to daily and weekly releases, essays, and other membership perks, and you also want to help in the production of this program, go to realclearpodcast.com and click subscribe. There are a lot of places in this world where you can put your money, and so I thank you for considering membership to realclearpodcast.com. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Welcome back to Thinking Kind with Lucas Klein. It's been about another month since I've recorded my most recent episode, and the reason is that I haven't found myself drawn too much to any one topic. But I have been left with many questions as we head towards the new year, and so I thought I'd share these ponderings with you. Here goes. We all have difficulty being grateful. Whether that comes in the form of ingratitude due to disposition or a history of suffering, or overgratitude that precludes us from examining problems. That being said, can you trust someone who is ungrateful as much as someone who exhibits gratitude? Does not gratitude represent perspective and the ability to experience oneself as more than simply the product of context? Is not gratitude for one's forebears the very essence of maturity? What then does the ingratitude of this current generation, despite perhaps their innovative tendencies, for those who came before them, say about our inability to guide the newest of our collective tribe? Is there a way that we can better help them than by perpetual gratification? Freedom to self-determine matters. But do not categories also matter? Does not natural category, so recognized, assist us in comporting with and understanding oneself in existence? What are the costs of contorting oneself into a formless, uncategorical state of being? How does one understand movement through time without noticing what one is and what one is passing through? What would the end result of the obliteration of categories be? Is this not the total blending of the self with context? What then is the self? On a related note, how important is it to recognize your own origin story? To narrate that story, where you came from, who you were when you rocketed into this world, who you and yours were, where you lived and how. What was wise about your parents? Not just what was awful. But how did they carry on the survival story of humans, despite their flaws? Would not recognizing these things settle your soul a bit? How does one balance openness and closeness? We need to be open to grow and to relate. We also need to be closed so as to avoid endless prevarication into that which we know or at least highly suspect as being false. Is this question not the same as separating true beauty from that which is not beautiful? And aren't there natural methods for that kind of determination? If there is nothing called objectivity or truth, why then do almost all humans identify symmetrical faces 
as being the most beautiful? Does play allow us to connect as deeply as mourning together? Does not play represent the delightful rendering of existence into an absurd and lovely mockery? Does doing this together allow us to say to one another, none of this is all that serious? So as absurd and yet rational comics riding a grim existential rock that we have named Earth through the cosmos, let us grip each other's hands with fond intention. Co-survivors thus far. Happy New Year, folks.